give me a quick synopsis or, or a quick definition of what does joint venture mean to a small business owner? Sure. What that means is leveraging the trust and relationship that one party has with their clients, their community, and transferring that trust and authority to you. And there's a, a few different forms of these, which we can talk about, but in short, it's getting your products, services, or messaging in front of other people's audiences. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. Welcome to another episode of You Are Buzzworthy podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of having Charles Bird join our show. Charles is a human lead magnet and a super connector with a deep background in joint ventures, lead flow, and is a frictionless systems expert. He is an entrepreneur, speaker, author, trainer, and strategist, and I'm super excited to have him on the show today to talk about joint ventures. Welcome to the show, Charles. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. It is a pleasure to be here. Now, um, Charles and I uh, met uh, via some networking, uh, actually through a joint ventures mastermind, if you will. Um, so that was that was interesting. That um, just to learn that somebody has gone as far as you to really focus on helping people with joint ventures. And before we dive into that, though, I for those who don't know. Give me a quick synopsis or, or a quick definition of what does joint venture mean to a small business owner? Sure. What that means is leveraging the trust and relationship that one party has with their clients, their community, and transferring that trust and authority to you. And there's a, a few different forms of these, which we can talk about, but in short, it's getting your products, services, or messaging in front of other people's audiences, um, ideally done in a systematic way where there is that transference of trust and authority, which means you can come in, prov provide a lot of value to an audience, and uh, they can become clients of yours. So a lot of times we, uh, I hear people, uh, they'll confuse joint venture with referral partner. Can you give uh, me or help me uh, show the audience what is the main difference between those two scenarios? Sure. Well, I'll uh, respond to that by laying out four different JV types that include both of those. So okay. the first would be presenting to someone else's audience, and that could be coming into a, a high-level, tight-knit group. That could be a broad presentation like a big webinar to a very large audience that could be speaking in person on a stage. So that's one type of JV. Uh, the next would be referral partnerships. So I consider referrals to be a type of joint venture partnership because if you and I are sitting down and talking through who are the best connections for you and we're lining these up systematically, we have a joint venture relationship of sending referrals back and forth, um, which is a, a very wonderful thing. We'll go into more detail on that. Uh, the third would be social JVs, much like a podcast interview. This is where we can uh, 
come together, share information. Um, my audience is getting introduced to you. Your audience is getting introduced to me. That's a, a social type of joint venture. And then the last is uh, one of my favorites, embedded partnerships. This is where your product or service is embedded in other people's offers, thereby as they're making sales, you're also making sales without doing the lead gen or the direct sales, or you're getting a lead. If you have content inside of someone else's program or you're coming into a group regularly. And uh, that's one of the things I help clients with that have gotten them the biggest traction and results, which we can talk more about too. I w- yeah. So let's dive. Yeah. We'll dive into the, those four different ones uh, briefly for each of those. But first I, I have this burning question of like, how does one decide to specialize in helping people with something as what well, for for a lot of people or for lack of a better term um, obscure as joint ventures well uh, as with most products or services that do well um, the, the market demands it so I'll uh, <laughs> I'll back up a little bit so I started in the Silicon Valley, worked as a director at a billion-dollar software company for 15 years, left to get a taste of the entrepreneurial freedom I read about in books, Uh, started with a low-ticket productivity course, and being new to the online space, didn't yet have a list or connections. So started going to a lot of events and connecting with people online and quickly found my new peer group of entrepreneurs already had my ideal clients in their communities. So started setting up presentations to other people's audiences, delivering a high value training and offering the deeper dive course and started growing the list quickly, making sales, making a positive impact. So I thought, since this is working, what if I take my IT and systems background and simplify and systematize the entire joint venture process, which I did. And eventually people wondered how I book two to six joint venture promotions per week from my offers to other people's communities. And I was at a mastermind in Aspen and my phone's blowing up with texts and messenger messages and people knocking on the room door going, how do you line so many of these things up? So I decided to put together my first high ticket event called Pure JV. And that's the market I've been serving ever since at this point with a a consulting offer. And what the steps we walk folks through are creating a unique joint venture strategy for your particular product and market, help you identify your most profitable partners. That also includes stages, communities, podcasts, uh, show you how to connect to those partners through warm channels. So there's no cold outreach. We're always working from warm. Uh, My favorite part, how to guide the conversations to land the deals frequently on the first call operationally, how to execute those deals, along with turning each one into two or three more. Eight of my clients in the first year added 1.25 to 6 million in additional revenue. Had three clients on stage with Tony Robbins last month, and they'll be back on with him in January. Um, One of my clients, Dr. Dan Pompa, his PR company just got him booked on Joe Rogan. I'm showing him how to parlay that into warm intros to Lex Friedman and Andrew Huberman. And also working with uh, the Cialdini Institute to help them grow Cialdini's um, programs through partnerships as well. So in short, I, I got into it because I had my own problem to solve, which I discovered joint ventures and it solved it. So then I 
leverage my own uh, IT and systems background to really streamline that whole process and help other people get those same kind of results. That's awesome. So that's, and how long have you been doing that now? Well, I started my company eight years ago and I've been specializing in, in joint ventures for basically around seven of those years. Wow. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. That's finding a niche in within a vacuum is always a beautiful, uh, uh, way of finding success. Like having no competitors is a beautiful thing, right? And just getting that word out there to people who need it right there. So let's dive into the four types of uh, the JVs. And I want to start with the one that most people are aware of and you, and you alluded to it, 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 that referral partners, not all referral partners are JVs, but J, uh, referral partners are JVs, but not JVs are referral partners. So let's talk about referral partners and how you approach or how should people approach referral partners? Cause right now, you know, if, if you've been in BNI, like business network international or any of these, you know, networking groups, you know, it's a lot of like everybody introducing each other. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're like, okay, now everybody go out and refer these people. Right. And then others are better at, uh, you know, building that trust and all that, all that good stuff. But from a JV point of view, how do, how should people approach that referral partner, uh, scenario? Sure. So the, the way I go about it is Everyone I'm interacting with, whether I met you through an intro, whether I met you at an event, um, everyone basically goes through the, the same kind of process. So uh, I've, I have something I teach clients called the flow of an effective call. And on that call, as you're getting to know someone, listening to what they specialize in, asking who their ideal clients are, things like that, you're looking for ways to be valuable to them systematically and proactively. So um, much like when when you and I uh, first met and got to know each other, I was asking like, who would be great connections for you? Those could be clients, speaking opportunities, maybe you're revamping some element of the business and you need a particular type of expert to come in and support you in that. It's, it's offering connections proactively um, a, because it's very valuable to them when they have a specific need. Um, and B, it's not a huge chunk of your time to do it. It's like three to five minutes maybe or even less to send an intro. Yet when done well, they're very valuable to both parties. And it changes the entire tone and dynamic of, a, of an interaction when people know you're truly looking out for them, their clients, their best interest. It, it makes lining up joint ventures quite simple because they know you're someone who has their best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. The, uh, so when we're talking, so when you're talking about the referrals, are we talking for referrals to other joint ventures or are we talking referrals for direct business or both? Uh, my approach to them, which we help clients create a whole system around this but really it's aiming the cannon at whatever you are after. So in my process, um, personally, uh, I, I get 12 to 20 referrals per week to million dollar plus businesses. And those could be direct client opportunities, speaking opportunities, referral partnership opportunities, embedded partnership opportunities. 
in in my flow of of operating, um, and it may sound hard to believe, but it's true. Uh, basically, every call leads to a winning outcome. Every call leads either to a sales call, a joint venture, a referral, a podcast booking, uh, systematically because you engineer it to do that. Mm-hmm. So um, as as we're building relationships and chatting with folks, like getting a, uh, most people get their referrals by luck, not by design. So when you create a, a system around it, like really most people you ask, you're like, do you get referrals? And they go, yes. And you go, cool. So you have a, a whole system to ensure you're getting those referrals. Uh, no, they just come in whenever they do. Right. So considering those referrals are the most likely people to hire you, why would you not systematize it so you're consistently getting those referrals? Um, Now, to answer your question, um, probably like many of your audience members or yourself, I'm speaking all the time as well. So I use the referral process to systematically get booked in high ticket masterminds and inside of other folks, high ticket groups coming in to deliver a, a high value training. Like um, so with Roland Frazier and Ryan Dice doing a joint venture workshop in Cabo and for War Room and Genius Network and all these high level groups. And the majority of those were through warm referrals by having a system mm-hmm. to continually be landing stages as well. So. Like I have a client who's doing rounds of funding for a tech startup. You aim the referral process at investors. So right. you, you basically get exactly what you ask for. You just need a, a method for for executing it. So how does that parlay into the other types of uh, joint ventures? Yeah. So let's say someone has a product or service that highly complements other people's products or services. I'll use the example of Todd Hartley, he um, he's someone who teaches people how to leverage video in their sales process to increase conversion. Tony Robbins hired him to train all of his sales teams, and it worked out so well. Uh, Tony now has him on stage for all the business mastery events. He was texting me two weeks ago in front of 14,000 people. Um, and uh, so in this example, he hired me to learn my process which is a five-week process. He wanted to squeeze it into four weeks. Within those four weeks, he lined up six joint ventures. And this is going from not doing JVs mm-hmm. to having a, an end-to-end method for, for booking them and executing them. He lined up six joint ventures. The first one brought in 125K. The next one brought in 125K. He's added an average of 100,000 a month for the last six months um, simply by having a method to go out and do this as a primary lead source or even a secondary lead source if someone's paying for traffic. So nice. it, it's um, it's an end-to-end system, not a mm-hmm. not like the referral by luck that falls <laughs> in your lap. Like uh, another client who has a podcast, he's, he's done a thousand interviews. He landed one JV out of that. Then mm-hmm. I showed him how to guide those interviews straight into JVs. Mm. And he's like, Oh my God, I've left millions of dollars on the table. And he he, he texted me last week. He's like, we're both going to be a genius network. Find me so I can shoot you a testimonial because this is bananas. What like it's helped triple what he's doing. Nice. Um, 
So point being, these things a lot of us do anyway. You you have a show, you're constantly talking to awesome people. Why not be lining up bigger things off the back of it or at the exact same time the show's being booked? Oh yeah, for sure. No, I, I, yeah, I, it's amazing when you're when you're networking. Like I always find this show to be um, great for the people who listen to it. We get we have like eight hundred and eighty eight uh, reviews, five star reviews um, for the show. We get fifteen thousand downloads a month for this show. So thank you for all of you listeners who are supporting this show. Uh, we, we'll continue to do what we're doing here. But after the shows, I'm always fi- you know talking with interesting people like yourself. After the shows is there's always like you should meet so and so, and it's both the me and my guests that are, are willing and wanting to help each other out because we just had this connection and we're helping people. And that's how people get on the show or because that's all I care about is helping people, entrepreneurs specifically, be better entrepreneurs, be more successful. You know, And um, that's where my passion comes from because I spent 13 years of my life struggling as a uh, in entrepreneur poverty. And that's why I'm so adamant about profitability in marketing, because there's so few marketers out there that really care about the bottom line of their clients. Um, and they're, they're just worried about keeping a client, not necessarily how profitable that client is to them. You know, that's, and that's where the JVs really need to be aligned as well as what I'm hearing from you is like, you need to find those people who are just as interested in your success as you are interested in their success because no great JV is one-sided, right? Right. Yeah. A a way to think about this, joint ventures are risk-free traffic. So if you compare it to paid traffic, which I'm a fan of diversified traffic, frankly, um, paid traffic's coming through one source and you're paying whether it works or doesn't work. And for a lot of people... I actually find it rare when people's paid traffic is working the way they would like. Um, Some people figure it out and it's awesome. Now, joint ventures are diversified. So each referral partner, each new stage, each new joint venture partner is an independent lead source. So as you learn to systematically add those partners, you're growing your volume of traffic. But even if one or two of them fall off for whatever reason, and you've got 15 other ones, like you're fine. So it's risk-free traffic. And I'll point out, you only pay commission based on actual sales made versus if you're working with someone like Facebook, a company like Facebook, you can't go talk to them and say, hey, why don't you triple the traffic and I'll pay you if it starts converting, I'll pay you more when it's converting. Like they would laugh you out of the... uh, hypothetical office because you can't find those reps to begin with. But um, right. point being, <laughs> uh, this is, well, this is that's, why. That's where people like me come in, right? And, and mitigate those, those risks for sure. And I do, I do agree with you that you need to diversify the way that you get your, your traffic, you know, and learn from each of your traffic sources. Because what people say through those JVs versus what people are reacting to in your ads usually can interact with each other. You can learn about why people respond to certain types of ads and your conversations with your JV referrals. Why are they interested in talking to you? Not just because, oh, well, so-and-so, you know, Charles said to talk to Buzz, so I'm here and I'm here to buy whatever you have. No, it's not, it's not how it works, right? Like it's, it's more of like, okay, 
I have enough trust to talk to you. Now you have to convince me that I should trust you to with my money, right? And so you, if you work, but if you work from all of your channels, organic, JV, paid, all of them, and then and really synthesize the conversations you're having between them, you can learn a lot from that. And I'm what I'm hearing from you is that in that JV, not only are you getting free uh, traffic or risk-free traffic, as you said, but you're also getting free marketing research because you oh, get 100%. more and more people in a diversified pool as well. Yeah. And to your point, um, people could go about this a couple of ways. One, they can get something going and tested with their own audience and partner audiences as they're ramping it up. And when they get that message dialed, they can consider adding cold traffic or vice versa. Like I have a new client we just onboarded who, who does brain rejuvenation and his paid ads are already doing fantastic, which when you say, cool, let's add joint ventures. I'm thrilled because if he's got a funnel converting to cold, you can be damn sure it's going to convert even better to warm. So, because mm -hmm. it's coming from a trusted source. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, uh, these things certainly can play nicely, but if you're like most entrepreneurs, you're constrained on focus and resources. And so um, I recommend instead of chasing too many rabbits, pick the lead source that you feel most aligned with, whether that's content marketing with a long play, whether that's diving into paid, or of course I'm biased, I'm a fan of uh, joint ventures and, and referrals and speaking and things like that. Um, so they all play nicely together, but I recommend picking one to be your core thing, get it actually working great, and then consider adding to it. Love it. So if somebody's interested in, you know, getting started in this JV world, right? And just getting their feet wet, what are the first steps into approaching JVs as part of their marketing mix? Sure. Well, uh, to, to start with, be very clear on who your ideal clients are, because that's step one in identifying who your ideal partners are as well, because your ideal clients are are in those communities. So identifying who those folks are, so you can kind of uh, reverse engineer, well, what communities are they in? Who are they following? What conferences are they going to? What books are they reading? Because those are your ideal stages, joint venture partners and, and so forth. So uh, having clarity on that. And then like to, to briefly touch on what holds people back from starting to explore these there, it's based on a few different misconceptions. Um, one I call the reciprocation trap, uh, where people think, well, if someone promotes me, I have to promote them. Uh, certainly not the case. That's a story we tell ourselves, but it's, it's simply not true because there's other ways to provide value outside of a direct reciprocal promotion. Now, sometimes those make a ton of sense, but many times they don't. So being clear on, uh, does my product or service highly complement another person's audience or where those folks are at in their customer journey? And does theirs complement mine? And if it doesn't, don't be afraid to point that out and come up with another way to provide value to that partner so that you're not ending up promoting something that doesn't feel aligned for you. Uh, the only ones that work well to begin with are based on legit 
strong alignment um, in in messaging and and again uh, supporting in the customer journey. Other things that could hold people back is not knowing how the deals are structured. I think anywhere in life where there's ambiguity, it's easy to ignore that thing and go do the things we already do know what to do. So by being guided exactly how the deals are structured, how to manage them simply, um, it, it makes them easy to get up and going with when when a framework's basically just snapped into your existing uh, business. So um, next is like identifying who these ideal partners are and starting relationships with them. So I I don't particularly recommend reaching out to people cold. I've I've done it in uh, six months versus uh, an uh, 15 minutes. That's kind of the difference in starting cold versus warm. Um, so a, as an example in that Todd Hartley example, he's on stage with Tony Robbins uh, many times a year. And he contacted the woman who curates all their speakers to say, Tony's stuff's amazing, but it's missing something and Charles has it. Um, now, if I reached out to that woman myself, I guarantee I'd never hear from her in my lifetime. But with someone on the inside saying, you got to talk to this guy, that's a whole different ballgame. And that's what we're talking about when it comes to joint ventures and working from our warm network and that transference of trust and authority. So are JVs something that you've been interested in? Because I'm telling you right now, I've actually been part of three out of the four types of JVs that Charles was talking about. And I think that it's something that everybody should look at. For more information about Charles, go to his website, charlesbird.com. That's charlesbyrd.com. And check out what he's got to offer. Because if you want to leverage JVs, this guy is the guy that you want to talk to. Hey, if you loved what we talked about today and you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the show. And until next time, stay buzzworthy.